Welcome to All Things Parking with Danny and John. And I'm John Conway. And I'm Danny Crane. If you want to know what is happening in the industry, meet the who's who, and learn about the technology and innovations happening in parking and mobility, you're in the right place. There's tons of things happening in the parking and mobility space on this show. We will dive into controversies. We will dive into topics and introduce technologies, the leaders and the ideas that are shaping the future of the mobility space. We love the parking industry and can't wait to bring you incredible conversations about all things parking. To check out our episodes, head to www.parkingtalk.com. So, and before we get started, I just wanted to give a quick disclaimer. Everything you hear on the show is Danny and my opinion, our opinions only. So I would encourage you to listen to the show, develop your own ideas and thoughts, and of course, listen at your own risk. And again, thank you for joining us. All Things Parking with Danny and John. Let's dive in. This episode of the All Things Parking podcast with Danny and John is brought to you by PRRS, the leading provider of parking data analytics. PRRS offers a fully customizable, automated 24-7 parking lot monitoring solution compatible with any facility and operation. Data collected by cameras placed on your property can be uploaded into an artificial intelligence-aided interface called parkingcompliance.ai. The interface assembles quantitative reports on parker behaviors, trends, and peak hours, which can be a tremendous help in creating data-driven financial plans or preparing for better ad hoc situations. You can access parkingcompliance.com on your smartphone and have live parking lot data at your fingertips anytime and anywhere. To find out more, visit parkingprrs.com. That's parkingprrs.com. PRRS, a new standard in compliance. So, Danny, good morning. How are you? Good morning, John. Is it morning? It's it's morning. it's kind of morning. It feels like morning to me, but it does. this little uh, champagne celebration for our inaugural show. Uh, welcome everyone to the Danny and John show. All things parking. All things parking. How exciting! I know. Right? This is this is great. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm excited to be here. I finally made it this morning after. Um, you know, I, I love that people who are listening to this right now are probably like who know me are going to be like, she was late just naturally. Of course you were. Of course, of course you were. You're always late. Well, you know, and I was sitting there this morning on my way and I'm texting you, texting you. I'm like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm running late. I was kind of late too, but, but I, I got here before you. So I wasn't answering any of the text. I'm like, is John alive? <laughs> is John there? What's going on? I'm not a good texter no, or answering emails either. So <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I I answer emails. Hey, Come on. Two other people. There's two people in this room right now who uh who can agree with that. So <laughs> yeah, it's been a kind of a crazy ride leading up to the start of this show, don't you think? Absolutely. No, it has. It's, you, uh, you know, we were uh, a little bit delayed because you were busy, and then I got busy. Imagine that. Yeah, imagine that. So, um, if. People are listening to the show that are not in parking. Do you think they're excited about parking? Probably not. I'm going to say. What do you think they're thinking? Parking. Hmm. Well, you know, it's really funny. I thought about this on my way here because I was actually talking to my dad and I'm like, you know, I still don't think my dad knows what I do. Right. Like I've been in, you know, I'm very new to parking. Um, but I, I, I think that when you talk parking and people think they think about just parking your car. Right. They think about driving downtown, driving to work. They're just they're just parking their car. So you know, I you know what know. I think? What? I think when if people are thinking about parking, it's because there's probably something that went wrong with their experience. I think the best parking experience is the one never remembered, right? It's not a destination. Anyway. Yeah. That's well, what I think. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. I mean, I agree. And it's funny because if people do have a awful experience they always remember parking right they do it always starts first and last say, impression first and last impression is the first and last impression hey, we're, we, <laughs> we agree on something this is good this is a good start to a, a good start to the show but so. it is important to mention uh, you go through all these different cycles of your career which i'm sure 
people listening that are in parking can attest to this. Uh, you hit the, you kind of hit it when you said, I don't think my parents know what I do. And so after 30 years or almost 30 years in the industry, I think my parents are kind of getting it. Um, but you go through different cycles. So you go early twenties, early thirties. I was in real estate. Well, Cause that sounded cool. Yeah. I'm in real estate, <laughs> real estate when really I'm in parking, but, but technically parking can be seen as real estate, right? Right. It's real estate. It is. Um, going back to our parents, not really knowing what we do. Your dad's always around. And I love that. Yeah. He's always around. He was here for, um, the PRS uh, expo. Yep. He was here for the uh, 20th anniversary. Um, yeah, he's been, so he kind of knows what I do. He's, he's finally catching on after, after all these years, all these he's years. finally he's like, caught up. He's like, God damn, I, I finally know what John does. I think my family's finally understanding, but it takes a while. Yeah, do your friends absolutely. ask you what you do? What do you say? At this point, I just say I park cars. Park cars. You know so you're comfortable with that. Yeah, I park cars. And what do they say? Oh, like, oh. I don't think that they, I don't think it's to them. I don't know if it's a, now it's, I think because I moved into a different space, I think people are a little more interested in what I do um, because I'm always traveling, right? I'm never home. I'm always traveling. I'm always in a different city. I'm, I'm plane hopping all the time. And so now they're like, I thought you just parked cars. Like, what do you, what do that's you, right. Yeah. And so people quickly, I don't know if you've experienced this, but people quickly move off. So it's kind of like you tell them what you do and then they're like, oh, and then they move on. Yeah. Like they don't want to know. <laughs> no, they don't want to know what you do. They're, like, they're just oh, like, she oh, just, she just parked some cars. They're relieving. They're yeah. kind of embarrassed for you. Right. Yeah. They're like, we'll just uh, we'll skip right over what Danny does. <laughs> we'll just let's just get into. Hey, Danny, I really want to know what you do. And then I found out and I kind of don't I'm, care. I'm done now. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, OK, so I want to back up for a second because for people who don't know us, I mean, you're really well known in the industry. You've been in the industry for a while. What you said, 30 plus years. Um, like almost 30 years. Okay. Yeah. I'm new to the industry. I'm really new to the industry. So people might not know um, who we are, where we came from, how we got started in parking. I want to know your story. I've heard it many times, but there are people out there who are listening who probably don't know. So John Conway. John Conway. How did you get into this crazy world of parking. Jeez. So, um, I was in the coast guard. I was on a lead at team, uh, which was kind of like law enforcement jumping off Navy ships in the Caribbean, looking for counter narcotics. Um, and so I got out of the coast guard. I was what, I don't know, 23, 24 years old. And I was going to be a deputy sheriff up in upstate New York. What? Yeah. Deputy sheriff. A deputy sheriff. Deputy, deputy, Con deputy Conway. Yeah. Deputy Dang. Conway. Can you believe that? Um, so um, I actually got on with the sheriff's department. I was due to go to the range. And that was on like a Monday. And I got called in on a Friday. And um, the major was like, oh, you know, your background check was fine, but we had, there's always a, but, <laughs> but there was a, but there was a, but, and so, um, an incident up at Colorado state university, um, that I had, um, didn't think it was a big deal. Cause I wasn't actually arrested. Um, I was never arrested. Uh, but it was, it was, it was an incident. Were you ever put in handcuffs? Like I was put in handcuffs and put in the back of the car. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so at that point, they're like, well, do you have anything lined up? And I'm like, well, I have this lined up. So it was, you know, small town, um, kind of embarrassing. I kind of got blackballed at the last minute. And so I packed up with my wife and moved to Colorado. And I love to ski, went to college here. So uh, found myself back in Colorado. I started selling cars, uh, which was a humbling experience. Nothing like working 18 hours a day and, yeah. you know, for two or three days and walking away and not having a not nothing having to show for it. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I started answering ads and there was this parking ad <laughs> just said parking manager. Back, back in the day when, <laughs> when we were looking through papers for ads. Yeah, it was like a parking manager. So I'm like thinking I'm telling my wife, what does parking manager do? Like, what the hell? So I sent a resume in 
uh, to parking manager ad. And, um, and then my dad, uh, we were living with my dad at the time cause he was out here and, um, uh, he said, Oh, you got a call from some company about your parking manager job. And so we, we were laughing because nobody knew what parking manager was. I'm like, parking manager, what could they be doing? <laughs> um, so I had an interview and I got the job as like a parking manager trainee um, with um, a company called Amco System Parking. Okay. And Amco System Parking today is now ABM. So it was kind oh, of okay. a, yeah, so it was a, it was a, it was the parking arm of American Building Maintenance. And then over time they rebranded. And so um, that's kind of how I fell into parking. It was kind of a, it was kind of laughable. Everyone was laughing. <laughs> what does a parking manager do? Right. Well, like as you're looking at that ad and you're like looking at the description, you're like, what, what, like, what is this? You know what? I'm, I'm still going to give it a shot. So at any point during your interview, I'm so curious to know, like, were you sitting there and were you like, I still don't understand what I'm supposed to do, but let's give this a shot. I kind of was. Yeah. <laughs> and my interview was with a gal by the name of Becky Ortiz. Um, and, um, the branch manager at the time was Chuck Evans. I'll tell you what, these people knew parking. Yeah. They were surface lot <laughs> gurus. Um, Chuck Evans knew a lease. He knew how to, he knew how to old school, go on a lot and look at it and, you know, lay it out. Everything was dollars space Real per estate. space. So he would take, take yeah. me out and say, Hey, John, look at this lot. You know, a uh, guy from Kentucky. Uh, you know, he always had his flask in his, uh, left breast pocket. Yeah. Uh, we were wearing suits too, by the way. And, um, couldn't, I'm so happy I couldn't, that has like that, that's something in the parking world that has like evolved is it's not, it's not really, I know we were like, I was like walking around dirty parking garages in, in a, a suit. suit yeah. Picking up stuff, picking up trash. So anyway, I, um, Chuck knew his stuff. I mean, we would look at a lot. He'd find dollars. He knew how to lay a lot out, um, look at it and say, oh, you could get two more spaces here. John, that's 600 a month times 12. Uh, I mean, that was old school parking. So, um, but part of this program, when we started out, I had to do, like I did maintenance for a month. I like sunk poles in the ground, went out with the maintenance. I plowed snow, which is pretty funny. I could tell us a couple <laughs> stories about that. Um, and, and I remember I had to cashier and I had to double park cars, um, in some of the lots where, uh, we call it valet assist, you know? So we, we had guys that could turn, you know, a 60 space and they'd have them stacked five deep. Um, you know, so I remember that part of my training program sitting there and it was at, um, 16th and Lincoln or right where across from the YMCA yep. in Denver. Yeah. Yep. And, um, I remember sitting there and my fraternity brothers, I would see my fraternity brothers walking by and they would be like Conway parking cars. And it was like, I'm just sitting there like so embarrassed looking at them like, Oh my God, <laughs> these guys are, but I'm in a suit parking cars. So I looked good. While parking, I was parking, parking cars. Parking cars. Um, anyway, so that's kind of my, uh, that's how I fell what was in. Your first property that you oversaw when you first came into, when you were hired as a parking manager. So when I first got my first, so you're going to like this. Cause <laughs> so my first garage that I was responsible for yeah. was the Alamo Plaza. What? That's right. <laughs> and that's and what was yours? Yeah. Mine actually was in Alamo Plaza. But you managed Alamo Plaza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at a later, yeah, at a later date. But my first, um, well, there, you know, we, we had a few. When I first started in operations, we had a few. Um, but Dairy Block was our main focus. Dairy Block. In Woo. 1660. That's big time. Yeah, in 1660. So, and, and we'll get into my story. But I, I love I love the connection there with Alamo Plaza. Yeah, I mean, you you had to oversee Alamo Plaza. Yeah. So I was the guy that did the reversible lane because of Coors Field. You remember, uh, so Market Street, you have, you come off of Aurora Parkway mm -hmm. and Market Street had the most traffic, but yeah. Alamo Plaza didn't have an entrance on Market Street. You had to make the left at 18th. And so we lost a lot of traffic and business. 
And so um, I thought, wow, let's reverse these lanes. But we had a tricky, we had to get monthlies out of the garage. So you had that quick turn. So the property manager at the time, Monica Betos, um, um, was like, hmm, that's going to cost, I think it was like 20000 at the time to do all the construction. And she's like, we're going to do it based on your recommendation. It better, it better pan out. And, and it panned out. Here we are years later, uh, and they're still doing that reversible lane. When we took that over, we, we took it over from another operator, but. Operator X. <laughs> operator X. Um, I forget what it, you, you guys had like. Was it a mono installed it there? So when I was there, it was uh, it was a Hamilton machine. You know, you probably don't even know what a Hamilton no, machine is. It's like the car wash. I've, yeah. I've seen, yeah, I've you've seen, seen car wash. Yeah. yeah, all right. Seen, you know, I knew Scott's. I knew Scott's story. Yeah. yeah. So we had we had uh, Hamilton machines and we had um, the Amano cashier. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So when you took it over, it probably evolved from when I yeah, was there. Yeah, I don't there. know if it was Data Park or if it was a mono. I think I'm pretty sure it was a mono that we had we had in there before we obviously ripped everything out. Um, but yeah, that's that's I love I love that that full. So what what was there when you were there? You were you guys ripped everything out? We did. Yeah, we did a full Tiba flip. Oh. Yeah. So Tiba. We did. Yeah, I was, you know, Tiba. The Souders. Yeah, I hold I hold Tiba near and dear to my heart because of the Souders for sure. It was um I worked with Tiba at most of most of our locations. We we had Tiba specifically because of the service that Right. Mountain, mountain parking. parking. Yeah, yep. mountain parking provided. And that was a dynasty mountain parking. I remember Scott at Alamo Plaza. Yeah. Um, was doing the reversible lane and he was working on some equipment and um, I was getting backed up. I was getting buried. It was a Rockies game. And so he put a, I gave him an apron and a bank and said, you got to help me out. Gave him some tickets and he was pre-selling with me. I, I, Scott Souter is just one of my favorite humans in, in the industry. And so um, I'm excited. I, I think that we can say that he he will be a guest on our podcast. He will. And so um, actually he will be our first guest. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really, really excited for that. Um, and we'll, we'll get more into, to his, his story once, once he's here, cause he has an incredible story. He does. And he I does. Love it. It's like a family business, you know, Scott and Zach and two, two great humans. So that podcast will be life after parking, right? There's a guy who, Started out in his garage, um, drove 50, 60 miles every day and came up, started service and boom. And again, yeah, he's got a great story, but he's, he's a, he's a success story in parking. And so what I love, like what you just said, you're like, Scott, I need some help. Like here, put a vest on here. And like, he's always willing to, to do that. Like, right. No matter like where he's at, what he's doing in his company, like no matter how high up he is, he's, he's always willing to. I kind of, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I have a great amount of respect for Scott. Absolutely. I kind of see his side cause I was in the operator world for so long in my career, probably, I don't know, half. And, um, I kind of see it's, it's a challenge cause where I'm at now, it's like we're operator agnostic, right? So it doesn't matter who you, who, what operator we service everybody. Right. And the, that's a challenge, right? So you've got to, you've got to work through that and everybody's important, um, you know, confidentiality and it's, um, uh, it's, it's important. And so now I see kind of the things that he went, you know, some of the challenges that he went through over the years, yeah. but but we'll talk about him yeah. on the, on that show. But let's yeah. <laughs> let's hear. I want to hear your story. How did you? How the heck did Danny Crane get into parking? Oh man, this is you know, parking. I I think you know. I mean, I literally tripped in, into parking. Um, I was in the radio world for a really long time. Radio. Wow, that's what we're doing now. Yeah, well, a little I mean, bit. I was. Yeah, I did. I did some voiceovers, but I was in marketing and promotions. Um, and kind of oh my started. gosh! Wait, you did voiceovers? I did. So yeah. let's hear one. Oh, I mean, come I mean, on, let's do a voiceover <laughs> with the Danny John Show. I mean, well, you know, I'm a little rusty. <laughs> okay, and, you know, I got to dust off uh, 
I gotta okay, I didn't mean to put that, you on the spot. But, uh, it's all right. Thanks, John. All right. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I was in the radio world for a while and um, loved my job, loved everyone I worked with, but it didn't, you know, radio doesn't pay well unless you're like an on air talent um, in sales. I mean, marketing promotions. I mean, we were doing, you know, the nitty gritty every day. And so I, I was, I, I loved the experience that I got, but I, I was ready to move on. And I have a good friend who was in the recruiting world and she didn't, didn't recruit in, in what, um, like I was, but I just told her, I was like, Hey, like, if you hear of anything, Hey, like shoot it my way, let me know. And she's like, Oh, well, funny you ask. Like I met this incredible human. She works in parking and she's looking for somebody to, to bring on, you know, in marketing, like her company moved her out here to start the Colorado market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should come. You should come meet her. We're going bowling. I was like, all right, great. Bowling. I love bowling. Yeah. So we, you know, so I, I went out and I was like, Hey, I, I don't, I don't know anything about parking. I don't know what this, I don't know what this Does entails. anyone know anything about parking? Right. I was like, <laughs> what, you, like, what, what would you need me to be doing? Like, tell me a little bit about it. And she was like, Oh, don't worry. We'll teach you everything. And I was like, perfect. You know, cause I was lucky enough to come into parking with women leadership, like right. an incredible, incredible leadership, um, from who I was, you know, I was going to be reporting to, um, she's like, don't worry, we'll teach you everything. It's, you know, no worries. And I was like, okay. And so I, I interviewed, I interviewed with her and her, her boss, and then the owner of the company. And again, I was like, you know, I don't know anything about parking, but what I do know is that I hate parking my own car. I don't like getting in my car and driving downtown or even, you know, down the street to, to park my car. So if I can help change the mind of, of the parker and make the journey somewhat easier, why would I not want to do that? If I know that I hate it, like if I can, if I can help change the mind of the way that people are traveling and, and it just be a last, you know, minute thought to people like I don't have to stress about parking so that's interesting so yeah. you you joined parking because you felt like you could make a difference with Absolutely, people's yeah. experience I want, and that's, now that is interesting yeah and I and I so I came into parking with the intentions of of changing, changing parking parking yeah interesting and one thing how's that going for you you know I you know, I think it's going all right. Yeah. I, you know, I, I now do this, which is really funny. It's like, I feel like I've come full circle because I'm getting to do what essentially I, I came into parking for. Like when I, when I came into parking, I didn't, I got to do this in a very small scale, but now I get to do it on a really, on a grand scale. Right. I'm right. working with venue, really big venues. Yeah. You guys are. Yeah. As a full, you know, Large venues. Yeah. You know, implementing a full mobility plan. Like we have campuses, uh, you know, UBS arena is a campus. It's not just an arena. Like it's, it's a full campus. And we're now, you know, trying to solve these major um, parking and mobility issues. And so I get to do this on, on, on a grand scale, which I never in a million years could have imagined. So I feel very lucky, very blessed. Um, so for the listeners, you started out as an operator. I did. I, I started out as an operator, but I, I actually was brought into operations to do marketing. And oh, I, that's so I, interesting. I learned I was actually hired as a marketing manager. And yeah. but I learned parking from the ground up. Like I can fix the gate. I can I can fix the TV machine. Yeah, because weren't you were you were managing like Idaho Springs, weren't yeah. you? Yeah, I was. Their I parking was in, stuff. Was that's where I came across yeah. you, right? For yeah, the first time. First, that's how we first met. That's yeah. right. Because we we were using PRS as our enforcement piece for Idaho Springs. PRRS. PRRS. Compliance <laughs> experts. <laughs> um, which I knew nothing about. Right. Coming into you know so, candidly, I I think that you and I butted heads a lot when we first met because. No, I, I don't butt heads with anyone. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance in the parking world does John Conway butt heads with anybody. Not at all. Um, Perfect angel. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the halo. Yeah. My halo looks good today. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I, I was hired as parking manager, learned parking from, from the ground up in operations. Literally, you know, my, my boss at the time taught me how to, fix a machine, fix a gate, fix a roll gate. Like I, I'm, I'm showing up in, you know, hills sometimes and dressed really nice, not a suit and tie, like the normal, like the guys, like the guys. So what is know? a girl? What is a suit and tie for the girl? Oh, I, I it's like a pantsuit. Yeah. Yeah. Pantsuit this, like Hillary style or that was not like the norm when I joined, joined no? parking. No, 
but I did. I, you know, I enjoy dressing up. I like wearing, you know, nice shoes and, and parking. I quickly, you know, I like getting my nails done. Right. Really, that all went out the window. It was like breaking nails, nails you know, shutting gate cabinets, yeah, getting a, dirty like at the end of the day it was like sometimes you know my rubbing up walls, against yeah, greasy exactly and so walls <laughs> yeah i was lucky enough to learn parking from the ground up really in and every in every aspect um so you cruised over from the operator world and now you're in the big event space ovg well i went i went to i went to tech after i was an often oh that's right i forgot yeah, yeah, yeah. I, sorry I, I forgot about flash this is my story i know i'm sorry <laughs> um yeah so i went from ops um to to tech um luckily i you know i one of the humans that i greatly respect in the industry called me one day and was like are you interested? If not, no big deal. I have this position. I think you'd be perfect for it. And I'm so thankful that he gave me the opportunity to, to move over. Uh, David Weber, incredible human. And so, um, David Weber, where's he out of? I don't, I don't know David Weber. Uh, so David Weber has been with arrive for, for a really long time. Nice. So he's, yeah. So, so he's one of the originals like, Ooh, yeah. uh, Oh, absolutely. yeah. He's one of the Todd OGs. Tucker. David is one of the OGs for sure. He he came from Opso. He came from Town Park. He was at Town Park for a long time. Okay. Moved to... Everybody came from somewhere. Yeah, it's yeah, parking, yeah. man. Moved to Arrive. And then, yeah, so brought me over. Um, and then I was at... I was in, you know, the Arrive flash space for a little while. Big where space. I, where, I met, where I met my boss, where so, I met Joe. Joe so you were on the... Uh, you were on the ride, the flash ride. Yeah, yeah. They were... They were buying up stuff. They got a lot of stuff. I was there. Good stuff. Yeah, I got there right when when Arrive was acquired. Okay. Uh, so I had I, literally I got there and they had just been acquired by uh, by Flash. Um, so there was I was there during that entire transition and then through all the funding and then I left right at the end, um, like I left in November of last year, um, right before they they kind of went through. So now you're kind of, so you went operations, cruised over to the tech world, got a little, a uh, little exposure there. And then now you're in like the, would you say like asset manager side of it? Don't you hire operators? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so now you're like, and I love how earlier you were like, you know, we're really agnostic to all operators because we are really agnostic to all operators. And like, right. when I was in operations, it was like operators. Now it's completely different. I feel like even in such a short amount of time, the industry has changed where when I was in operations, it was like, you don't talk to any other operators. Like we are like straight. That's right. But now it's, it's, it's a lot different where operators are very, I mean, you, mixing and mingle, like operators mix and mingle all the time now right um and so we're very operator agnostic and it is so cool to actually be working with a lot of the operators that i still got along with when i was in operations i'm, right. I'm not a person to to not get all like i get along with everybody and so to me it was like I can, I can chat and talk and relate to almost anybody. From my perspective, I get along with everybody too. <laughs> From my perspective, that's the key word. My perspective. You know, it might be like that. People probably are like, Danny, oh, I don't know. But, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like from my, pers my perspective as well, get along with anyone like and everyone and i can i can relate um, i mean back in the day operators i remember um there was let's see one of the competitors started wild turkey wednesday which was the wednesday before thanksgiving all the operators got together at a bar and had wild turkey wednesday um, some people probably drank wild turkey. Um, you know, not me, but what else would you do when you get together for wild turkey Wednesday? So it was all the operators would come together <laughs> and laugh and have fun and, and hopefully drink wild and, turkey. And, yeah. And some drank wild turkey, some drank 20 beers, you know, but it was a, it was a good time. And I think somewhere along the lines that kind of stuff went away, but I, I'm not in the operator world now, but it seems like it's, you know, probably gotten better. Right. Come back. I, when I was in ops, which was not that long ago, uh, that definitely wasn't a thing. So I no, Okay. Yeah. 
And I mean, if it if it was, I definitely wasn't invited. So I'm. You were not invited. <laughs> oh my God, who is that? Yeah, if, we need to call them and say, "What the?" You know how sensitive I am for to not being invited to things. So, um. Well, you're always invited. So. I know. I don't. I've you should be invited, invited all the like, time. You're. Why, why haven't I heard of your <laughs> your party at IPMI? And you're like, you're. You're, you're always invited. You don't need to be up. invited. Hey, <laughs> guess what? Are you going to NPA? Of course. You're invited to oh. the PRS party. Thank you. There you go. Be on that VIP list. You are. So you are a VIP. VIP. You're a podcaster now. <laughs> oh, You're God. famous. Whoever. You're gonna be walking through the exhibit hall, and people are gonna go, "Whoa! Well, there's I, Danny Crane. I listen okay. to her all the time. She's <laughs> so cool." She's a little crazy. Although you probably got a you got a following now, anyways, right? Um, don't you? I wouldn't say that I have a no? following. No. No. Okay. I mean, I don't. You know, but now it's now I think. This is this is good. We can call ourselves podcasters, I think. And my parents are going to understand this so much more. I know. Maybe we'll. Parking. Yeah, maybe we'll switch our 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 line now from parking. <laughs> hey, what do you do? I'm a podcaster. <laughs> I'm a podcaster. Yeah, baby. Now people are going to be like, oh, my friend. Groovy. My daughter, my <laughs> sister, she's a podcaster instead of being like. She works in parking. She works in parking. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, that's Danny Crane. She works in parking. <laughs> exactly. So, I, yeah, it's so. Yeah, so yeah. now you're on top of the world at OVG. I love what I do. And like, you know, I I'm my journey has been incredible. Honestly, um, if I never would have switched, I never would have met my boss, Joe. Um Joe Lang. Joe Lang. I worked with Joe Lang. Joe is operator side. He's great guy. Incredible. Amazing. Um, I am incredible. Super incredible. creative. Yeah. Lucky. Like our, you sometimes. So you're working with a creative guy. Oh, 100%. That's fun, isn't it? So much fun. Because see, Joe is like the creator of like everything of our team. And everything. and then like Ryan and I, Ryan's my counterpart out of Detroit. We just like try to make shit happen. You know, Joe's like, how about this? How about this? I'm like, I don't know. I've never heard that, but I love it because that's why I got into parking. I got into it because of the technology and like just looking at things in different perspectives. And that's what Joe does. Right. Joe's like, what about this? Can we do this? How can we take this technology? Although it's meant for this and use it this way. And I worked I it with Joe. Yeah. yeah. I worked with Joe at SB plus yeah. and my operator cap and creative guy. I mean, he was a marketing genius. Oh, it still is. That's he was like the cutting edge of, um, the time when we were rolling out click and park, we were, um, trying to tie in social media now to parking where parking started becoming, you know, somewhat groovy. Yeah. And, um, and, um, he was, he was one of the, one of the leaders of that. One of the things I appreciate about Joe is Joe makes parking really cool. Like I love how, how much he loves parking and mobility. Like, right. I, when I would tell people, I love what I do. I love my job. I'm passionate about parking. People were like, is this girl crazy? Like she's talking about parking she's talking about passion. And like, it's so nice to be around people with that same. With that enthusiasm, passion. Um, Yeah. So tenacity. Absolutely. I, so I, you know, ops tech where I met Joe and then to OVG, which Joe runs the parking and mobility vertical for OVG 360. Um, you guys do as a team, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, all you guys, that. yeah, we do yeah. as a team, but you know, Joe, Joe Joe's is the responsible for building our, our incredible team. We right. have an incredible team. We have an incredible portfolio. We work with so many venues across the country. Um, and I have never met so many great people in different spaces in parking. And it's That's been, cool. It's been so fun. I, I mean, I'm not even a year in yet. Um, so you get to see like, don't you get to see the side outside, you know, inside too? You guys, yeah. you guys manage the inside, right? This is the thing about it. It's, that's not, that's not new to me because I came from that world. I came from the radio world oh. where we put on events, we put on concerts, we put on uh, country jam. Did you go to NASCAR? No, why not? And why why would I go to NASCAR? Why not? I think he'd be great at NASCAR. No. Do you want to go to NASCAR? Left 
turns. No. No? <laughs> oh, you say that now. I'm no, taking you no, to a NASCAR no. race. This is actually really funny because my <laughs> You're going to NASCAR. My family, my parents and my brothers, oh, who we'll get we'll talk about later. Um they're all into NASCAR. Every Sunday they're like I'm like, "Hey, like I all call my brothers. I'm like, "Hey, you guys want to come over? Like, we'll grill, we'll have dinner." They're like, "No, NASCAR's on." And I'm like, "What? Like who just cancels their entire Sunday to watch NASCAR? Like, you just watch Cars go round and round and round. And That's round. right. That's right. No, I have no. I have no interest. You, I'll, I'll take you to a race. You will. You will. You will be a NASCAR fan. All right. How do, All right. well, what do you think? My parents would absolutely love you. They'd be like, "Oh my god, we're going to get Danny to actually wa- sit down and watch a NASCAR race with us." That's for the right. First time in her entire life. That's right. I was always the. I'm always. I'm like the odd one out. And and my. You won't actually just be watching a NASCAR race, though. You'll be involved. So you'll be. If I bring you, you'll be sitting there in, in the pit watching the race. Watch the cars. There's nothing like smelling jet fuel, barbecue, yes. and all of that on a Sunday morning. Walking the garage at NASCAR. Nothing like that <laughs> experience. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. I can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, that just sounds so attractive, honestly. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Okay, so back to parking from yes. NASCAR. So you're you're now at LVG, loving life, loving it. All right, I do. I love I love what I do. I love my team. I love what I get to do. Um, I'm never home. I'm in the air. And- How is that? Um, what do you like to fly? Do you got miles? Oh yeah, I I'm I'm, Which- a, I'm a Delta all the way. Delta. Like, I, will, I will if I have to have three layovers to get to somewhere. I will do it. You do like, Delta. Yeah. Joe, it's funny because Ryan and I are Delta. Like we're straight Delta. Joe is United. And even like now, if Joe's like, how about, how about you just hop on this United flight? We'll, we'll like go together and land together. And I'm like, mm. no, he's like, but it's nonstop and it'll take you an hour. I'm like, or I can just get lots of miles and fly for five hours. I think I'll take the five hours. Wow. So That's- I'm usually out like at like the 5 a.m. And then I land. So I'm a, I'm a Southwester and United. I like Southwest. You know, I was very Southwest because I fly home a lot. I'm from New Mexico. And so I fly. It's either like an. Is there parking in New Mexico? Oh, we'll talk about that. I've had. Does anybody park in New Mexico? People park in New Mexico, but you don't. I don't think that you want to park in any parking garage in New Mexico. Like I have had nightmares before I even started in parking about my car, just like parking in a parking garage and like my car just being left on blocks and like. In, in, in a Albuquerque? Albuquerque, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I did it's not that's it's right. Not, it's it's not very I would wouldn't recommend it. Um and I did tell Joe, I'm like, we do actually OBG, we have some we, we do have venues in New Mexico, but we don't implement paid parking there. Right. Because there's so much space that it's not but yeah, so I, I fly a lot, I'm in the air a lot, I spend a lot of time in really cool places. I don't think I have I don't think I've been to a place that I haven't really enjoyed Um, so what days do you like to travel i usually travel because most events are held weekends and then over the weekends so i'm usually a thursday through monday wow Mm -hmm. how is that it's you know i i like it it depends on where i'm going if i'm in new york i go to new york a lot for for ubs arena um so much fun it's it's great i mean it's easy to get to the arena there's you got the city it's always something going on um, I don't mind it. Right. I don't, I don't mind it. I think the hardest part about traveling, I'm going to be honest, is getting out to DIA and back. Really? How much of a pain in the ass is it to travel to and from DIA? So DIA, that's, uh, it's DEN now. DIA. Is it DEN really? It's, yeah, it's DEN. It's not DEN. It's not what? No, they've, they've kind of started breaking away from that. Oh, it is. You're right. It's DEN. That's their brand, but you're not the only one. There's still people. You're, you're, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're talking. We'll we'll have a show on branding. That's for sure. We'll have a uh, one of our future shows is going to be about uh, branding, and is there really branding in parking? Um, and is there really loyal customers? And yeah, we'll we'll talk about that the whole show, but. I could go into that for hours. I think there's branding in airports outside of that. And I did fact check check you and you are right. It is yeah. Den and it is not DIA anymore. I so know, Den. I know, I know that because I feel like DIA's 
I mean, we don't need to go into this because it has nothing to do with parking, but. That's a big, yeah, lot of a parking. Lot than Den. A lot of parking at Den. <laughs> I actually, now I park at Den um, because Ubering out to the airport is 20 times more than it is just to, just to park. And I am that person. I will tell you if it's like a lot full, a lot full, I'll still, I'll still go in. Right. I'm like I'm going to pull a ticket and I'll drive until I will, I will find you. And I will, I will see you walking out the doors. I will follow you in my car to your car. People are like, am I going to be kidnapped? I'm like, I just want your parking space. You're going to be kidnapped. <laughs> Danny's going to be kidnapped. <laughs> Sorry for the time. I've almost been kidnapped twice. Are you kidding me? Oh, wow. Twice. So you're pretty aware of kidnapping. You're looking around when you get out in the parking garage. And no, you, no? Would think, you would think so. <laughs> you're a parking, you're the parking guru, man. Uh, you, you would, you would think so. And it, I, and it wasn't even in my parking career. And so, um, but yeah, no, I'm still not aware. My parents kill me for it. They, every, all, your dad every, still worries every day, every yeah, day, so, every day. And, so, and they live in New Mexico. I do. My parents live in New Mexico. Um, was born and raised. Wow. So moved to Denver, not like having visited Denver ever. Mexico has like free college, right? For high schoolers that want to go to college, isn't it? Like if you yeah. go in state, it's free. Yeah. So there's a thing called the lottery scholarship. So if you go to college, you go in state right out of high school, um, your first semester you're on like you're on probation. I don't know if that's what they call it. Um, but then your second, your second semester, it kicks in and it's called lottery scholarship. And you basically get your bachelor's degree for free. Wow. Yeah, I mean, so like all our listeners, there's going to be hundreds of thousands of people listening to this, right? Millions of people. Millions. Oh, yeah. millions. We're shooting for the millions. Jeff. That's right. Millions of people will be listening to this. And there's people literally going free college. They're loading up their trucks right now, I mean, packing their to, house. You know, you They're moving to New Mexico. I mean, please. I think you just plugged Let's, New Mexico free college. If that clears up some of like the congestion here on, on yeah, the freeways, the roads here, let's let's get everyone to New Mexico. Yeah, attention, they don't, they don't families, a, three kids or more, move problem. to New Mexico, let's, free college. Let's create a parking problem in New Mexico so that then we can go there and solve it. That's right. Yep. But yeah, so free college. Um, if you go um, right out of high school, that's there's you know certain requirements you have to go right out of high school you have to hold a certain gpa and then you get free college nice pretty incredible honestly. that is that's yeah probably worth moving to new mexico for some people new mexico's a good state it's pretty right beautiful you got skiing tahoe or not tahoe house, house. We, i mean it's beautiful. house not to Every, be mistaken with tahoe <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely different <laughs> <laughs> Although when you fly, when you fly to Tahoe, you got to fly into shitty Reno. So, oh, that's right. Know, I don't know. Sorry. Those of you in Reno, <laughs> Danny just called it shitty Reno. Only, we like Reno. Some I, people are living. I've only been to Reno once. And so maybe I just didn't, you know, I've I, never been to Reno It was for pie. I think so. It was for pie. Yeah. That was a few years back. Right. I wish I could. Um, I wish I could call David right now because when we were there for pie, Every Uber we got in, I swear we almost died. I we almost got into so many cracks. And we were going like one to two miles from wow. our hotel to like go have happy hour, go have dinner. I'm like, how is it that we can't even drive a mile without almost getting into a car accident where there's no traffic on the road, by the way? So it's like, do cars there just want to slam into each other? I don't know. I'm not right. sure. I've only been once. So So now that everybody knows who we are. Oh, if they didn't gonna, know, they're going to get to know us so much better throughout. So what do, what do we season. what do we have to tell people? What do, what do they have to look forward to? Because obviously, this show was about us, right? But I think that the going forward, I think what can people look forward to? What well, do you I don't, think? I don't think that this show. I will. I'll counter that. I don't think the show is about us. I think it's about what we bring to the table into the industry and the value. I no, I, I agree. I, I just meant this particular episode was kind of introductory oh, by the way, of you and hey, I, right? To, Cause we are the, we to, are the show, yeah, right? Welcome to season one, episode one. That's right. Yeah. So my question is from your perspective, what are the, if you're listening right now, why are they going to look at, why are they going to listen to two and three episode four or five? Oh, well, cause I think that we have, you know, uh, my hope is to bring, you know, 
to bring a lot of value to, to the, to, to our listeners, not just, or for, it's for those who have been in the industry a long time, those who are just getting started and all the in-betweens, right? Right. There's so much to learn. I'm excited to learn. I don't, there's, you know, I, I learn a lot from just talking to you. I learn a lot when we go to these conferences, just from talking to people and having conversations and I'm excited. I'm excited to learn myself. I'm excited for um, listeners to, to learn as well. I think from the guests that we, that we bring on, I think that there is value in everybody's story and what we do and where we're going Right. from a, you know, a tech perspective, everything. I think Absolutely. the parking industry is one of the industries that I think changes the most and the quickest. Um, and that wasn't always the case. No, so no. the parking industry, from so my perspective, yeah. it didn't change for the longest time. We were the last industry probably to accept credit cards. People were kicking and screaming. Uh, oh my God, we don't want to pay those fees. But, um, but in the last five or six years, this industry is just being driven by technology and it's changing quickly. Well, you know, right? it's, it's funny. Oh, it's, it's changing so quickly. You know, and there's still some, there are still some people in, in the industry that are still cash only, not credit card. And it's unbelievable. So, yeah. So it's, it's very interesting to see, like, I still get to see, like, I get to see the, you know, we have venues, garages, surface lots with all the technology to make a flawless, like, there are meter boxes. Do you know what a meter box is? Yeah. They're like still, the the yeah, you roll it up. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Denver? Oh, I. Filled with meter boxes. Oh, I can, I won't name where they're at, but I, we still, we have some of them. There's still meter boxes? Oh my gosh. At venues. Wow. That is. Can you imagine? Yeah. I can't. What is one of the things that you love the most about the industry? And what is one of the things that you hate the most about the industry? Hmm, that's a good question. So what I love about the industry, honestly, is the fact that most people, when they ask me, I know we joked about it earlier, but most people have no clue uh, when I tell them what I do. And it's, you can go from literally opening a box and fixing a gate to going to the mayor's office and meeting with the mayor and having, you know, I've served on uh, many commissions uh, through multiple mayors in Denver um, and just shifting and being a part of um, kind of guiding uh, when you think about it, all major projects and everything, there's always a parking component and you're involved with all kinds right. of, whether it be municipal, whether it be, uh, you know, some exciting large stadium that's being built. Your parking is always there. The parking manager or quote unquote, the parking guy or gal is always somewhere in that room. And that's what I like about the parking industry. Yeah, it's that. not, uh, um, I was never kind of the guy that, you know, executive itis, I would call it sitting at a desk. I hate sitting at desk, right? So I'm the guy that likes to be sit at a desk as little as possible and going like out a mix of everything. And, yeah. and, and so that's what it was for me. That's what I like about the parking industry. What do I hate about the parking industry? You know, that's a great question. What do you like about the parking industry? People. I love the people. I think that it's, it's, you know, I've got, and I'll never say, stop saying enough about this, but I've got to meet some incredible humans in, in the parking industry. A lot of my mentors um, are, you know, in the parking industry and a lot of my good friends, I've met a lot of my good friends um, in the parking industry. And so the people, it's, it's definitely the people for me. If I didn't, if I didn't, the people didn't make it for me, I definitely wouldn't still be in the industry and I continue to meet amazing people. Um, and so what do you hate about the industry? Oh, Cause I couldn't oh, answer that. Gonna, this might start a little, mm -hmm. but you know, it is so male dominant. Oh yeah. And not that I hate it, but, um, wow. It's not that I hate it, but it's definitely, it's, it's a very male dominant, uh, industry. And so that's changing over time no, slowly. When, even since, since I started, like it, it is changing, but it's still very heavily male dominant. And I, um, like I said, it's not that I hate it, but it's, it's definitely something that I look forward to changing, right. By, 
you know, being a very strong woman in the industry and bringing more strong women and helping and, and lifting them up and, um, yeah, just having a more, you know, woman dominant presence in, in the industry. And so. Interesting. I don't, you know, I don't really know how to answer what I hate about the parking industry. And it's not, maybe just like, okay, hate is a strong word. So like I said, like, I don't hate that it's male dominant. I just. Okay. So I'll, 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 I guess I feel like, uh, I, if I, if I had to dislike something about our industry, I feel like we're, we're not, we're compartmentalized and we're not as organized as we should be. So, um, you know, we have the NPA, we have the IPMI, we have all these things. I don't feel like we as an industry are together fighting, you know, cause let's face it. Um, I, I think some of our biggest threats in the future are, um, government and regulation. And so, um, I, I don't feel like we're collaborative enough. Um, we certainly have the dollars, we have the resources, um, and we don't use those in a collaborative effort to kind of shape like a BOMA does, you know? I mean, I remember years ago, you, you raised the steam in BOMA and they went after this, the, the, that, and because that was going to increase costs for their constituents. And I feel like we don't have that. And if we do, they're not voicing it enough to where we, you know, the average person in parking knows what they're doing. Yeah. So I guess that's what I hate. Yeah. Well, talk about unorganized. How did it, how did it end up that the two probably most unorganized people in parking are now starting a podcast together? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This will be fun. It'll, it'll, it'll definitely be a a fun season and, and I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Thank you for more topics and with you and our guest and going to be we've got scott souter coming up um we've got kendra petty coming up she uh wrote a book an amazing book i've read the book have you read you the book you still haven't given me the book i gotta give you the book yeah it's incredible you're supposed to give it to me like what a book yeah i know we, we have incredible guests um this season and so we're, we're really excited to share with all of our listeners um experiences and just uh, you know I'm, I'm excited for people to get to know leaders in the industry and just getting started in the industry. And I, like I said, all the in-between and just talking about it. Yeah. Right. And we're going to discuss all the time. We're just talking about yeah. parking, parking. <laughs> we're going to try to make it. We're, gonna try to we're make not it talking about the game. <laughs> we're talking about parking. <laughs> just parking some cars. That's right. So anyway, thanks for uh, tuning in to the first episode. Um, we're excited to, uh, to move forward. So, Stay tuned to episode two. We love the parking industry. And more importantly, we love talking about all the crazy stuff happening in the parking and mobility space. We hope you join us on the next episode of All Things Parking with Danny and John. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and your favorite podcast app. Your parking talk starts here with all things parking. This show is brought to you by Azura Technologies, the best AI technology, PRS bringing a new standard of parking compliance. We will see you next time on All Things Parking with Danny and John. To make sure you don't miss an episode, head to www.parkingtalk.com.